How did a broke single mom who'd been fired from Dennis go on to become America's most sought-after real estate investor? Hold on to your seats as you are about to go on a wild ride that results in you being a superstar. Dwanda Twyberg, aka Dwanderful, is about to blow your mind. The most wonderful real estate podcast ever promises to be your go-to podcast for everything that life has to offer. You are entering the Dwanderful Zone. Hey folks, how you doing? This is Bill Twyford and I am speaking on the most wonderful real estate podcast ever. Now you think I'm supposed to say that? Yes, I am. So I'm saying that for my wife because that is what my wife says all the time. So welcome to Wonderful. Go to Dwonderful.com and download this free ebook. Okay, Dwonderful.com, download this free ebook. Today we're going to talk about the entrance script to a homeowner that's in distress, either behind in payments, in foreclosure, and I know you're thinking behind in payments, in foreclosure, same thing, it's not, being 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, 120 days late on their mortgage payment, but not in foreclosure yet, or they're in foreclosure or they're going through a bankruptcy, divorce, job loss, sickness, whatever it is, they've got a distress, okay? What we're gonna do is talk to you about how we do what we do to get homeowners to work with us versus the competition, okay? So we're gonna talk about a script, a face-to-face script, a script that I'm at the door talking to the homeowner. And I know that scares the heck out of a lot of people. But I want you guys to understand one thing. If you do a lot of mailings, or you do a lot of social media, or you do a lot of just paper clicks, stuff like that, and which is social media, but you put out, you do mailings, you do bandit signs, you do all types of passive marketing because you're afraid to talk to a homeowner because you don't know what to say. Okay, that's the only thing stopping you is you don't know what to say. So you choose to mail or you choose to put out signs or you choose to use social media versus getting in front of a homeowner that's in distress and talking to them directly to them face to face about their situation. Okay. It's not that hard of a deal to do, especially when you know what to say, okay? So what we want to do, the script I want to cover today, is the script where the homeowner is in foreclosure, okay? Well, you know what? I'll do do two scripts. They both sound very similar, but they have a couple small changes in the entrance, okay? The script for a homeowner that's just 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, 120 days behind in payments, but they're not in foreclosure yet, okay? But they're behind in payments. And how do we know they're behind in payments? Because we buy mortgage late leads from a guy in California that gets them directly from the credit bureau. They're called mortgage late leads, okay? Mortgage brokers get those leads They can buy those leads so they can call these homeowners that are behind in payments and see if they can help them refinance their house. So we buy the same leads, but we have a different angle 
than the homeowner or than the uh, uh, mortgage broker. So what we want to do is talk to them about their pending problem because they're just a few payments behind. Okay, so what I'm going to say when I get to the door, I'm going to say, hi, my name is Bill. Okay, we're going to start out with our name first. Hi, my name is Bill. I was at the courthouse the other day. I noticed you have a pending problem with your property, which means you're one, two, or three payments behind. We specialize in helping homeowners buy time to stay in their home. What I'd like to do is give you this free information packet that gives you your 10 options on what you can do to buy time to stay in your home. Now think about that for a second. Let me say that one more time. Hi, my name is Bill. I was at the courthouse the other day and I noticed you have a pending problem with your property, which means you'd be one, two or three payments behind. We specialize in helping homeowners buy time to stay in their home. What I'd like to do is give you this free information pack, gives you 10 options on what you can do to buy time. What are you working on right now with your mortgage company? I give them this information packet called the Fed Up Packet. It's 30 pages of just information on the 10 options a homeowner has. Okay, and then we start looking at the options. Okay, so it's real simple. Now, the person that's in foreclosure and of public record, I'm going to say this. Hi, my name is Bill. Is at the courthouse here? I noticed your lender had publicly posted your home for sale. We specialize in helping homeowners buy time to stay in their home. What I'd like to do is give this free information pack, gives you your 10 options on what you can do to buy time. What are you working on right now with your mortgage company? Just an easy script. Just learn that and it will get you over the hump to have a conversation. Now, what are the 10 options? Because I know you're sitting there watching this call. Well, geez, Bill, what are the 10 options? Well, first option is the loan modification. That's where they remodify the loan. We explain all that out in the fed up package. And here's the thing, getting out in front of homeowners that are in distress, you get there before the realtors get there. You get there before the other buyers get there, the other investors. Why? Because most investors will not go out and talk to somebody face to face unless the distressed seller calls them and invites them over. Okay. They wait for a mailing to work for them. They mail stuff out and they wait for the business to come to them. Okay, so the first option is loan modification. Second option is forbearance agreement. Third option is equity partnering with the homeowner. The fourth option is subject to. Fifth option is short sale. The sixth option is chapter 13 bankruptcy. Seventh option is due on sale, or I'm sorry, not due on sale, uh, is uh, deed in lieu of foreclosure. The number eight, is sell with a realtor. Number nine is refinance. And number 10 is do nothing and lose your house. So those are the 10 options homeowners have. Do on sale. I just did a video before this talking about the do on sale clause and subject twos. So a homeowner may say to you, as I'm holding this information up, they may say, why are you giving this information out free? Where do you make money? You know, that's a great question. I always say, that's a great question. You know what? I only make money if you pick options three, four, and five, which is equity partnering with a homeowner if you have a lot of equity, or taking the property subject to, or doing a short sale, and then we wholesale the short sale. Okay? So I only make money if you pick options three, four, or five. You had said 
that you want to stay in your property. Is that correct? And they go, yes. See what I'm doing? Is I'm getting them to start saying yes. Well, then let's talk about some options that you're working on right now. Well, we're thinking about doing a modification. Now, let's think about this for a second. We're thinking about doing modification. What would you say to that? 85%, almost 90% of people don't want to move. They don't want to lose their house. They don't want to move. They don't want you coming to their house and saying, I want to I buy houses cash. If you notice, I haven't said anything about buying their house. I'm talking about solutions to the homeowner so they can go in and make an educated decision on what they think they want to do. So if a homeowner says to me, well, we're thinking about doing modification. I said, modification, that's great. Let me ask you this. Have you got the paperwork yet from the bank or the lender? And I'll say, no, we haven't gotten it yet. Do you mind if I share with you what you're going to need for that? And you know what they always say? Yeah. So I said, you're going to need to fill out an RMA, which is Request for Modification Application. You're going to need two years of tax returns, two months of bank statements, two months of uh, your, your check stubs, okay? And you're going to need it to sign a 4506T. A 4506T is an IRS documentation paper that you sign and that gives the bank the right to pull your last two years of taxes that you filed. Okay, see, what I'm doing here is I'm starting a modification conversation because it's option one. I have conversations for each option, okay? And you have to learn those conversations and you have to learn how to handle the objections so you can go out there and people feel comfortable working with you versus the competition because we're the only ones out there that are offering the homeowners options to try to stay on their property. So what we wanna do is follow that path, take them down the path they wanna go down. So if they wanna do a modification, establish value at the door, give them information nobody's giving them. Walk them through that process. Don't do the modification for them. Don't charge to do the modification. Just give them a little bit of information. And what that's gonna do is build trust and they're gonna feel like, gosh, you know what? You're giving me a lot of great information. The bank never told me about all this stuff. I said, I know the banks never tell you stuff like that. That's why I'm here to help you through this process. Well, why would you do that and not make any money? You know, to me, it's just a numbers game. That's a great question. However, if you don't pick options three, four, or five, and you end up saving your house, that's the ultimate goal. But you know what, the guy across the street I might not be able to help him or he might not want to try to save his house and he might want to sell his house so we make money on that transaction and we buy that property. So do we buy properties? Yes. But you already told me you want to try to save your house. So my job is to do what I can to help you through that process. Does that make sense? And you know what they do? Their guard comes down. They feel comfortable talking to you because we're giving them information. We're giving them information. Now, I'm gonna tell them, I'm gonna say, once you get the RMA in, the two years of tax returns, your check stubs, and you get bank statements, two months, three months of bank statements, and you also get your 4506T signed. 
I said, once you turn that in, it's about a 30 to 45 day period where they're going to go ahead and review everything. Okay. And if you qualify for the modification, most of the time, they'll lower your interest rate and they'll take the payments that you're behind and they'll put them on the back of the loan. Lowering your interest rate will generally lower your payment. But then what they're going to do is they're going to put you on a trial modification. Now, you may think, what's a trial modification? Let me explain that to you quick, Mr. and Mrs. Homeowner. A trial modification is basically the bank saying, listen, you haven't made the last six payments. We're willing to go into this modification with you, but we want you to prove yourself that you can make these new payments for the next 90 days. You got to make the next three payments and you've got to make them on time. And then I always tell the homeowner, I always say to them, just like I just did, you got to make those payments on time. I always say to the homeowner, listen, if you can get this approved and get the modification into a trial period, whatever you have to sell, whatever you have to do, as long as it's legal, keep those payments current for those 90 days. Because once you get those current for 90 days and keep them current, the bank then will go in and make it a permanent modification versus a trial modification. They'll make it a permanent modification and then they'll withdraw the foreclosure. They'll just withdraw it. Now, the great thing about that, once they withdraw the foreclosure, if you fall behind on payments five, six, and seven, they have to start the foreclosure process all over again. They can't just move the sale date out while you're in the trial modification, Mr. and Mrs. Homeowner, and this is just me talking to the homeowner. I'm just establishing value, giving them information. So I'm saying to them, if you get the trial modification, make those on time. Once you make those on time, they'll put you in a permanent modification. Once they get you in a permanent modification, if you have to fall behind on payments, that's when you do it after you get the permanent modification because they have to start the process all over again. However, however, when you're in that trial, they're going to say these payments have to be made by this day at five o'clock every single month. Okay, you have to keep that in mind so you can take care of that. Okay, and keep those current. It's real important that you do that, guys and gals, and explain that to them because they don't know that, okay? Banks are not gonna tell them that, okay? So whatever they have to do to keep the payments current, they need to do that, okay? So you may run into people that are going to sale in 10 days, and a lot of people think, oh my gosh, we can't do anything now. You can still do stuff. We just call it option six. And that's final chapter 13 bankruptcy. And that's a whole different call. But I, what I wanted to cover today is the modification. I want to cover the modification conversation. And I want to cover the entrance to the uh, script where they're just behind in payments. And I want to cover the entrance to the script when they're in foreclosure. And why that is so important to get in front of homeowners is because if you're just mailing postcards all the time 
and you have no exposure to sit down face to face with the homeowner, you're going to learn real quick. You need to know what's to say. You need to know what's going on. You need to know how to handle their body language, their tonalities, and what they're saying and what they mean when they're talking to you. Because if you don't know that kind of stuff, here's ultimately what's going to happen. You're going to mail out a thousand postcards. You're going to get four or five calls. You're going to set appointments on two of them. You're going to go out. You're going to feel uncomfortable because you're talking to a distressed homeowner and you don't have any experience talking to a distressed homeowner. That's why it's so important to get out there in front of people all the time. Back in 2006 and 7, I've got recordings where I say, it's all about FaceTime. Get out there and get face-to-face with distressed homeowners. You need FaceTime to get better at communicating with people. You need FaceTime to get better at handling objections. You need FaceTime to get better at your presentation. I probably should have trademarked FaceTime because I was using it well before Facebook. Okay, so I probably should have done that. That's one thing I regret. I should have trademarked FaceTime. However, what I want you to do is realize that it's not hard. Homeowners need you to be there more than you need to be there. Okay, and why do I say that? I get a list of 500 people, let's say, that are behind in payments. And I got a list of 45 people that are in foreclosure. I'm chasing all these people looking for motivated sellers. People that want out of their situation, they'd like to sell their house. So when I go to the door and talk to a homeowner, it's more of a benefit for them to answer the door and listen to what I have to say than it is for me for them to answer the door. Because if they don't answer the door, it's okay. I'm going to the next place. The one that's 10 doors down on the the one street over, that's a person in foreclosure too. I'm gonna go talk to them. So if they don't answer the door, it's no skin off my hide. So you have to have that attitude when you go there. And no matter what, they're gonna be in denial 90% of the time. They're gonna say they're working on a modification. I give them information, just like I said to you guys, and then turn right around because I know that 85% of people that get a modification either don't qualify for the modification or they fail on the trial payments. Got to remember, they're six payments behind. Their lifestyle does not include making house payments. Instead of making the house payment, they went and bought a big, big screen TV or they went and bought another car or something like that. Now they're forced into making house payments. But when they're forced into making that house payment, 85, 90% fail. So that's why it's so important to prospect for new leads daily, do effective lead follow-up, and learn how to close. Learn how to talk to people face-to-face. Because sooner or later, if you're mailing, you're going to sit down face-to-face with a homeowner. If you're doing social media, you're going to sit down face-to-face with a homeowner. Okay? If you're putting out bandit signs, you're going to sit out face-to-face with a homeowner sooner or later. So I say, wouldn't it be better just to jump in and start talking to people right off the bat, bumble, stumble, screw up. You'll learn so much faster. You'll be more comfortable. You don't have to be an extrovert. 
All you have to do is learn what to say. Think about this. If you were a dental hygienist and I came up to you and I said, tell me a little bit about what you do. Oh, you know, you're not going to believe this, Bill. Here's what I do. And blah, blah, blah. You rattle off all this stuff. Why? Because that's what you do. That's what you know. That's what you understand. But when you don't know, you go to that same person that's a dental hygienist and say, you know what? Tell me a little bit about building decks. They'll be like, building decks? What are you talking about? I don't even know how to build a deck. Why would you ask me that? And they start getting nervous because they don't know what to say. That's the way most investors are. The only reason you don't go talk to people in distress is because you're afraid you don't know what to say. You know what I tell homeowners all the time? They ask me, well, did you mail me something? I said, no, I don't do mailings. What I do is I go out and talk to people about their situations. You know, let me ask you something. I said, if people don't have the courage to come to your door and talk to you about your situation, how strong could they be negotiating with your bank and trying to help you out of this situation if they don't even have the courage to come talk to you face to face? And why would you work with somebody like that? Now, what I just do, I just distanced myself from the competition that mails postcards because that's logical. And they think, you know what? That makes sense. I'm in a tough situation. Why haven't these 27 people or 87 people that mailed me a postcard, how come they didn't call me? How come they didn't come talk to me? So what I do is I get in front of people. People ask me all the time, what's the fastest way to get a deal? I said, find out where your buyers want to buy and then find out who's in distress in that area and go get them. It's just that simple. When I met Dwan, back in 2000, October of 2000. Her and I were talking, we were both doing, she was doing 75 deals a year, I was doing about 80. And she says to me, she goes, well, how many buyers are you working with? I said, I got 21 buyers on my buyers list. She goes, 21 and you're doing 80 deals? I said, well, how many buyers are you working with? She goes, I got 933. I said, 933, what the hell are you doing with that many buyers? And she goes, well, I just send them all out, some information on the houses that I get. And I said, okay. I said, how many actually buy? She was 25 or 30. I said, take the 25 or 30, focus on them and throw the rest of them away. I said, they're a waste of time. They're gonna call you with 5,000 questions. They're never gonna pull the trigger. They're just tire kickers. They're not buyer buyers. So find your real buyers. Find out where they wanna buy, what they wanna pay for a house, and then go find the people in that area in distress. And Dwan said it was the biggest thing she's ever learned from me is eliminating all these non-buyer buyers, okay, that just plug up your system. That's all they do. So what we want to do is prospect daily. What I mean, get out, get in front of people, people in distress, then follow up with them and learn how to close them, learn how to handle objections, and learn how to talk to them, okay? Remember, they're all people just like us. They're just, and I even tell this to the homeowner a lot. They'll say, oh my gosh, I can't believe I got myself in this situation. And I pull out my proof of docs, which is the list of like 500 people that I always carry with me that are in eight or 10, 12 zip codes in the area. And I go, listen, it's really not that big of a deal. I said, see all these people? 
These are all people just like you, good people in a bad situation. And you know what? It's great that I'm here to talk to you about this today so I can help you out of this situation because obviously you don't like this situation. None of these other people do. So what am I doing? I'm making them feel comfortable. I'm making them feel usual. Everybody wants to feel like everybody else. They don't want to be the odd man out. Okay. Well, with that being said today, listen back to this 10 times. Write down the script. Start memorizing the script. So when you go to the door, you can say, hi, my name is Bill or whatever your name is. Hi, my name is Frank. I at the courthouse here today. I noticed you have a pending problem with your property, which means you'd be one, two or three payments behind. We specialize in helping homeowners buy time to stay in their home. What I'd like to do is give you this free information packet, gives you 10 options on what you could do to buy time. What are you working on right now with your mortgage company? It's just conversational. Don't have to think about what to say. See, the thing of it is, when I was a real estate agent, I was an agent from 94 to 98, 1994 to 1998, I sold 574 homes in four years. Then I started working with investors and I sold 80 homes my first year and I've been selling more ever since. But the thing of it is, guys and gals, it's all in running your business like a business. Chase the business. Don't wait for it to come to you. Okay, don't wait for it to come to you. All right, guys and gals, this is Bill Twyford in for Dwonderful.com. And don't forget, the truth is in the red letters. Over and out. Wow, wow, wow. How much fun did you just have? You listened to the most wonderful real estate podcast ever. Hey, do me a favor. If you love just one thing about the show, if you laugh, if you learn something, leave a five-star review, subscribe, and share it with a friend. Don't forget, next week, same bat time, same bat channel.